selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Celebrity Book Club. Hey Club Kids, producer Meg here. On this week's episode of Celebrity Book Club, we're digging deep into the episode vault and sharing a very special piece of CBC history. The first ever recorded episode of the podcast where Stephen and Lily discuss burnt toast and other philosophies of life by Terry Hatcher. Travel back in time with us to the old world before COVID recording protocols, the suits and their fancy audio gear, and long before Stephen and Lily graced the pages of Rolling Stone. We hope you enjoy this little piece of her story. Best. Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood. It's books. It's gossip. I'm shook. It's memoirs. It's martinis. It's Studio 54. It's Celebrity Book Club. Come read it while it's hot. Celebrity Book Club. Tell your secrets, we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. No boys are allowed. Celebrity Book Club. Say it loud and proud. Celebrity Book Club. Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo. Podcast Vibes! Hello, you salty bitch! You dirty, dirty, dirty slag! You nasty, nasty, nasty bird! You're the most winged bird I've ever seen! I remember one time, Ryman Auditorium. 1961. I haven't seen a dirtier slag since the one I slept with then. This Back slag rib, walked in. Right before we went on. The longest peckers. The widest <laughs> tellings. Her, her gams went on forever. I mean, talk about pins. Those were pins. Those were pins you could set your watch to. Back when you had to set a watch. <laughs> when men used to carry watches. When they, they used to have a pocket watch. I mean, is there anything more and elegant? They, they were on time for things. Absolutely. Because they had a watch. Because they had a watch and they had respect. For time. And for. Women. The family. Children. Women. God, state, city, <laughs> town, province, country. Township. And civil courts. And we have lost the place of municipal affairs in our home life and in our sexuality. Um, hey, best friend. Hey, you stupid, stupid best friend. Hey, you literally dumb bitch. I'm absolutely obsessed with you. Welcome to my studio. Uh, we are in Stephen's new apartment and it's... It's fucking gorgeous in here. I just want to say congrats. Thank you. I did have a podcast studio built. That was one of the things I was looking for when I did go ahead and find a realtor. I said, number one, railroad. And number two, podcast studio. It looks like a real garage in here. It's super, super garage vibes. All the, the um, vintage guitars. The tin ceiling is imported. 
all these kind of empty records just for props here? Um, hey, (laughs) (laughs) are you trying to call me like not legitimately punk or something? I feel like... I would never say that. I just wonder like, can you name like all five members of the Ramones? Okay, well, there was Ramon. Naturally. There was um, Stephanie. Stephanie Ramon, Jess Ramon, Becca Ramon. And then Jen K. Ramon. (laughs) Done. All of them. Jen and Jen K. So thanks for coming. I wanted to sort of dive right in and talk about... Yeah, we should get to it. Kind of the subj, which was a really, really important book that in many ways, set the tone for our... Lives? Personalities? Careers. (laughs) Careers. Sexualities. um, Religious views. Interior design sense. Financial planning. Geographic uh, tendencies. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite actresses. One of my favorite books... Burnt Toast by Terry Hatcher. The Terry Hatcher, you know her from Lois and Clark. You know her from Desperate Housewives. It's funny because I feel like she's one of those actresses where you're like, I know that I know her, but... Where? Where. Because it's like everyone knows she was on Desperate Housewives, and everyone knew that she was, was famous, famous going before, into Desperate yeah, Housewives. But no one but knew why. Like, but why? And like, I, growing up, I knew her from Tomorrow Never Dies, which is a James Bond film. Oh, because you're a Bond head. I'm kind of a Bond Miss head. Bond girl. Yeah, I'm kind of a, a double file, and she's quite fun in that. Um, I bet she is. She's super glam. She actually does go ahead and get murdered in a hotel room in Hamburg, which top five which, dreams of how I want to go. Which Bond movie is it? It's going to go ahead and be the one with the media mogul where like, what? there's like a fake kind of Rupert Murdoch character. It's is Pierce that Brosnan. Tomorrow Never Dies? I love yeah. Pierce. And He's my favorite obviously, Bond. The Cheryl theme song, Tomorrow Never Dies. Which, which was part brings- of a string of really, really incredible Bond theme songs. And then like, well, the garbage right, one, World is Not Enough, was kind of random. But then I mean, it like, and then Sam Smith came through and ugh, ruined, ruined it, all. it all. But I feel like that brings it to the first point of like, of course, Terry was in the Bond movie with a Cheryl theme song. Yes. And so like in the sort of canon of like people who are eternally in their 40s and divorced, like <laughs> who are like always packing up like a station wagon convertible, like convertible Cherokee yes. to go on a trip with their girlfriends or Def- their or their girlfriends are picking them up yes. outside of their ex's soon-to-be ex's house. Yes. And there's always a big glass of red <laughs> and boxes being labeled and oh. just sort of a sense of time passing and of a woman reclaiming herself. Her sexuality. Her independence. Her financial independence. This book, Burnt Toast, is, I would it's, say, it's philosophy. It's about not taking yourself for granted. So, first of all, let's just, for our, should for we just our talk about the cover first? So let's first of all talk about the cover. So, the cover is she's wearing what I can only describe as uh, ice skating gown. <laughs> yeah, it's baby and, blue. Is that <laughs> like tulle? Is that what that material is? It's so it's going to go ahead and be pronounced tulle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, your I, farmer ass being just like, she got she on a tulle dress. <laughs> she come up to my house in a tulle dress looking real fine and Damn. sexy. My girl, when she's fretting, and I take her out, I say, put something good on, and you, she knows I mean tall. She, she, she knows <laughs> she I want to find tall I ain't dress. Fucking her tonight. She come up in the tall. I'm about to do <laughs> something illegal. My leave is about to get perched, <laughs> and I see her in tall. My leave? <laughs> my Levi's? Oh, my leave. <laughs> my five I ones. So she's in it. Oh, she's- also, it's short in the front. Long in the back, just the like back. my hair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Best and then it's, the it's burnt toast in script. Okay, we don't have to get all the way into I the font. I think we should then read, <laughs> okay. read what it says under it because I'm it's upside down to me. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, that's going to go ahead and not be one of your special talents is reading upside down. That's where you draw the line. That'll be in my second life. So it's burnt toast uh, and other philosophies of life. And then we have a simple human trash can. Uh, photo of one. I, I want to say it was like proto simple human. Was, was simple human invented at oh, the time this book came wasn't. out? I feel like that's more of a late two thousands invention, yeah. and this is deeply two thousand three. Right. Um, Pre simple human with a circle of toast well, and gradients of color. 
Okay, wow. Your graphic design language is jumping out, babe. Do you work in branding? No, but in my uh, sixth grade yearbook, when it says, what do you want to be when you grow up? I list a, a long string of professions, and one of them was graphic design. Wow. Yeah. Well. Along with like swing band leader. I will tell you this. You still have time to do both. Thank you. I could see you really designing flyers for your swing shows. Oh, yes. <laughs> At the footlight, come through, 4.30 <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Lily and the big trolleys. <laughs> Yes, and it's also like a pro-transit swing. (laughs) Swing for transit. (laughs) Bring back our trains. Bring back our trains. So the toast, the grating of the toast is meant to sort of imply. So she's kicking a piece of burnt toast into the trash. And the overarching metaphor of the book is don't Don't eat eat the the burnt burnt toast. toast. And of course, the the story that she starts out with is when she was a little kid, she would see her mom burn toast all the time, quite regularly, and then eat it, eat it. And you know, the rest of the family would get the nicely cooked, the golden brown toast. Right, that golden buttery Mm. toast. That's Mm. just perfect. You know, when you go to a diner Mm. and it's just Mm. melts nooks crannies, piece of country. But so many of mothers Mm. think, hey, everyone first. My happiness doesn't matter. Right. Right. And they spend their whole lives. So they say, sure, I'll eat this blackened piece of toast. Right. And day after day, the more burnt toast you eat, the more you don't matter. Mm -hmm. And the more that you start believing that idea about yourself, that you're not worth it. So this is Terry's sort of treatise on being worth it. But what I think the book really is, is it is the blueprint for of how to be be list. Oh, you sorry. No, you say your philosophy, then I'll say my philosophy. So I think that this book is like the original Bible of B list culture and life, and, <laughs> and and I think that that sort of warrants explaining what B list is. Yes, I say Bible. You're absolutely right. I was just going to add to it. It's also how to be this '90s image of a chica divorcee. Mm. It like it's pre-scandal. It's about right. It's pouring the red wine. Yeah. It's crying on your bathroom floor. Right. It's going on ridiculous blind dates that your girlfriend sets you up on. Right. Because it's like people think Shonda Rhimes invented a big glass of red. No. 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 Wait. Did Shonda Rhimes create? No. Desperate Housewives is Mark Terry, that huge faggot. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> And Shonda Rhimes is... Obviously, wine has been around for ages. <laughs> wine has been around for ages. <laughs> it wasn't invented in 2002. But, but the idea of yeah. a woman at the end of a long day saying, you know, the only thing I need mm-hmm. is wine. And a nice bath. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, sorry, just to sort yeah, of dive back for one second. It's so hard not to just jump in. I know. I wanna... wine-scented baths. Absolutely. Okay, but yeah. Well... Cleopatra <laughs> used to. My put, grandmother, you mean? Oh, sorry, your grandmother. Okay, I'm just making a joke that I'm a descendant of Cleopatra. But <laughs> you know, she actually wasn't a very pretty woman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but she had this raw sexuality Absolutely. that people were drawn to, just so like my unfiltered. actual grandmother. Right. She Angelina. wasn't a looker, but damn, was she a slut. <laughs> Guys just fucking flocked to yeah, her scent. Absolutely. The pheromones. I mean, must have been strong back in those days. Yeah. Terry is not going to have a ton of pheromones. Is that you don't get the pheromone vibe from no, her? No, I think her pheromones were like destroyed in 97, in the With, fire of 97. <laughs> in her like cross country divorce. So, wait, sorry. So it's just like, I yeah, just want to go back to it. Right. So, the B list is a term that I know we kind of like started using very heavily in, in high middle school. school. Middle school, has, yeah. So the popular girls are going to be the A list girls, and when Lily and I went to a sort of very preppy middle school in New England, um, when we were coming up, we, we, <laughs> we were coming up, and we were nobody. You know, we were these gay kids in the corner. We were wearing our weird little old navy clothes, looking around and saw, hey. Like, look at these other these look other at these A list. Look these at these A list girls with the ribbon belts and the fancy cast. The little polos. They're all, they're sucking dick. They're doing coke. Right. When you're sucking dick and you're doing coke and you're getting in a jeep. Yeah. Then you're A list. Then you're A list. When the B list girls are having boyfriends in middle school, but maybe. still some of them 
half of them are. Right. And they're all collecting jelly roll pens. And it's really about having a huge, huge little bag of jelly roll pens. Yes. And kind of your personality being a pen for, <laughs> for, for most two of high years. school. Yeah. And then like continuing to high school and just being kind of like okay. <laughs> okay. bracelets, yeah. so, absolutely. Right. Yeah. They're also wearing flares, but they're going to be like gap not sevens right okay <laughs> we're getting very pen 15 anyway club yeah now. okay it's very pen 15 whatever <laughs> people know we were d-list and well speak well yourself <laughs> we you were Listen, d-list i and was you, d-list and i worked here's what steven worked up, his ass up yes and was i still in theater and that is sort of like definitionally c-list in a lot of ways yes and i was like doing the musicals and whatnot and like but i was also hanging out with the a-list girls right and I just left the middle school for like a rocker school. So that just mm-hmm. took me out of the list. Yeah. A super rocker kind of like $20,000 a semester rocker <laughs> school. <laughs> you know, the CBGBs when you write a big check. Yeah. <laughs> the C in CBGBs stands for, for check. check. I just meant, right. It was less like it was so like, we don't think about popular, but I'll say this. You were a mean girl at your high school. Yeah. I, you know, did that transfer where when you're bullied, even though I was never bullied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you want to be the mean You were girl. B2P, bullied to popular. Oh, no, wait. Yeah. <laughs> bullied to popular. But then like. B2B, bullied to bully. Enough about us. God, we're so narcissistic. Sorry. Back to Terry. So, <laughs> so Terry is like the ultimate B-list girl. She also lives in B-list because she's always striving as you are as an actress. Mm-hmm. Being a TV actress inherently is B-list because movie is A-list. Right. So you're on. Although now, golden age of television, that might be changed. But back in 2003, those we're those talking original ABC delineations versus were, Warner yes. Brothers a lot. Okay. You know? <laughs> back, back in the studio days, honey, <laughs> Greta Garbo wouldn't be caught dead on the CBS <laughs> lot. So that was like that classic dichotomy. And she's a brunette. Which is also so kind very of like B-list. B-list. A-list, obviously, being blonde. Yeah. Some, some A-listers can be brunette but absolutely but it's got to be quite shiny <laughs> yeah that shiny panty <laughs> better call the doll honey and it's just this she was she's always so desperate in this book i think and so which this book is like a blueprint of how to be neurotic really i think in a lot even of the ways, whole book is trying to teach you how to not be neurotic but she goes on these absolutely psychotic spirals at, like pages and pages and pages of spiraling whether where, she's spiraling about a whale watch or getting her makeup done or doing karaoke or going to someone's birthday party. It becomes at some points like a full stream of consciousness. So there's this insanely harrowing scene that I was reading the other night as I was kind of going back to this book. She was like, and so this one time I had a call time for Desperate Housewives and my call time was pushed back by an hour. So I thought, what should I do with this hour? Like, should I take a bath or should I like organize my home office? And then I spent the first 15 minutes deciding whether or not I should take a bath or organize my home office. And so then 15 minutes in, I said, you know what? I will take a bath. But now my bath time is only 45 minutes. And then it's like, and she is describing the spiral in detail of like how not to spiral. And then she goes in, she's like, and now I can't enjoy the bath because like I'm not relaxing. And so she is like being honest and kind of like, putting neuroses out there in this way that I think in some ways kind of predicted the like really, really like navel gazing, like faux introspective kind of Twitter world that we mm, live in today mm-hmm. where everyone is kind of observing this very performative narcissism of being like, yes, bitch, like I am neurotic. Like, yes. I'm right, like, like uh, yes, I'm scrolling myself to death. Right. And I wonder, do you think this book would have even been written if she was like on Twitter in whatever, 99? I mean, I don't think, Terry could handle. Wouldn't she be like, hello, tweeps? She would definitely be like, <laughs> like she would definitely be hello, tweeps. For and then sure. she would spiral and delete. Water is such a big metaphor mm. in this book. Oh, you think? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You've done a deeper sort of reading. Well, I don't know what's the metaphor. She always, go, a lot of her fear is water based. Another spiral well, she has. That, she has, she has a drift line also, though. And like second time reading this, I feel like the first time reading, you know, 18 year old me was haha, what a 40 year old freak. And now I kind of see myself becoming. 
I'm that not becoming neurotic. No, not that insane. But I get like when she wants to go like cliff jumping, and she goes to the top of the cliff and she waits for an hour and then she still jumps and then the guy's like, "I've never seen someone wait that long and still jump." Exactly. And then, and then she says, like, "What would enjoy the jump. what would like." kill me the most is like knowing I didn't do it. Like mm. knowing that, like, I feel like, Oh, right. well now I'll just have this like guilt. If I don't go do this thing mm-hmm. or like, you know, like jump off this, like I could have been there, but then I didn't. And I'm just like, I'm such a fucking loser. And like, blah, right. blah, blah. So there's a scene when she is Every at a at party. Whales? I was going to talk about the karaoke. Oh yeah. When she's at this, I don't know if it's like an Oscar after party or something. No, where it's someone's like birthday party. It's like so random. And she and- gets there early. So dairy. And so she arrives like deeply on time and there's a karaoke party. And there's like, there's like a girl running around being like, who wants to do karaoke? And Terry's like, I have this go-to song. I always think these boots are made for walking. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she loves Nancy Sinatra. Also, she was so nervous before this party that she calls her gay best friend, Miss Gorgeous. Right. Oh, and he like comes and does her makeup or something for it? No, he just comes to the party, but she calls him and she goes, please stay on the phone with me so people won't think I'm a loser. Mm -hmm. And he says to her, which this is advice for anyone, go get a drink at the bar and drink that drink like it's the only thing in the world. And it's like, okay, so it's like, that's also so wide. Like, you're just supposed to get a martini and then just like be like orgasming, like by yourself being like, fuck yes. Like me and this martini are living as like, and pretending like you're not waiting around. Right. Again, free phones. Staring off into space. So, right. There's this woman, as you're saying, asking about karaoke. And so... Terry's like boots were made for walking is my go-to, but she never she's like equivocating about singing the song. And then some other girl at the party does a rendition of Boots Are Made for Walking. And Terry's like, Well, obviously I can't do it now because never, she took no. my song, and so I'm not gonna do it. And then she fully regrets not having done the song because she could have had this moment to shine and like show everyone she's a good singer. And she goes home and is like full of regret and sadness. And then she finds out that her fabulous gay friend, Miss Gorgeous, was also afraid the night before to do karaoke. <laughs> And that's a lesson. Sometimes the people who you think have it all, who have all the confidence, are also scared. Mm. So that's a big lesson. That actually, no, I mean, that's an important thing. I mean, I don't think that Terry ever reads as someone who's like bursting with confidence. Like, I think the reason that no, no, she's no, Miss Gorgeous oh, right. was scared. She was shocked that Miss Gorgeous was nervous to do karaoke because I'm right. sure. And that scene reminded me so much. I feel like she's so the comeback in that scene. She is so the comeback. I feel like the comeback was like book. based on this book. I know. Like about a sitcom actress that's just like spiraling. Spiraling because she had like a sitcom in the 90s and then gets like a new role where she gets to like celebrate being like an older, like desperate woman. And in the audition for Desperate Housewives, she said she went in no makeup. Mm. And that's why she got the part. Yeah. I mean, she's someone who is not like, she comes off as like vulnerable and needy. And like, that's why I think she really works in that part. It feels like very natural for her. There's a part in the book where she's just like, now I'm not like my Desperate Housewives character, No, that part was insane. It's like, like, you literally are (laughs) Susan. I mean, I think Susan almost is more together than she is. Yeah, for sure. If anyone hasn't watched Desperate Housewives, her character on it is like kind of a Lorelai type, like single mom who's kind of like more best friends with her daughter, mm-hmm. dates this like hot construction worker. And you watched all 23 seasons? <laughs> 23 seasons. And for some reason, still when I bought the used trivia game for Desperate Housewives, I had a lot of trouble answering the questions. They were wicked hard. Sometimes like TV trivia games, like, are so weirdly specific in this way where it's like, it's not about whether you love the show. It's just like, so like on what floor did like Susan's neighbor, like see her kiss Tom. And it's like, what floor of the house was she on or something? Or it's like that sex in the city game we bought once. That was just like the apartment number of like someone's house. She went to one time and you're like, I don't know. I want to talk a little bit about the whale watching. Okay. And maybe some of her trips. Yes. So all of her trips start with a couple of my girlfriends and I. Mm-hmm. Which is defining like 40s wine divorce. Right. Like pre-wine mom pillow culture of just like, but first wine. Right. Is preceded by a couple of girlfriends. Yes. And my like girlfriends and I Napa. went out. Yeah. 
Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Let yeah. me just say this. I feel like she is so Amtrak magazine in the way that oh she my God. talks yes. about this. Yes, things. because she's like, we went up Route 34 and stopped by this winery. She, and those things in Amtrak she, magazine where you're like, it's not an ad, but it's not an it's article. It's not an ad, but it's not an article. It's all sponsored articles. It's all sponsored. Like, it's that weird way. It's like where, like, Google will describe a restaurant. She'll be like, we got some cheap eats from a small town diner. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what, Terry? Like- oh, which brings us to her dream is to open up a diner in Missoula, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> and also, she takes this, like, really stressful sounding cross-country road trip with her ex-husband when they move from L.A. to New York. And it is also Amtrak, and she's like, we stopped in St. Louis for their iconic ribs. They're with a newborn, and like they're fighting so much, and you're like, this is how marriages get ruined. They like go to some fried chicken place, and are late, and they're banging on the door. Because she's always kind of being so like randomly poor, and it's just like, aren't you like on TV so much? Well, yeah, there's a scene where... All these biker gangs have like sold out all the hotels on this oh, road right. trip. She so at they the, like- at like this 7-Eleven manager's house. And she's like, I'm clutching my baby on the floor as we hear a horror movie play in the background. <laughs> and you're like, what is this crazy scene? She's like, we bolted and left 50 bucks on the desk. <laughs> and then they got like iconic ribs or whatever, like in another state. And then they get where. OK, here's my question. They moved to New York. Mm-hmm. And they live in Manhattan. Manhattan. Right. Oh, West Village, right? I'm assuming West Village, I, please. Well, <laughs> we're just being so Monica Lewinsky and thinking that it's it the West Village. It has to be West Village unless it was so random in Upper East. It could be random. And when she gets there, she's like, I knew nothing. And, and she's like, finally, this woman told me where a drugstore and a fruit stand oh, was. Right. And it's like, I don't know. The entire city is Dwayne Reed. So <laughs> like, why are okay. you? Okay. Well, Lily, this was in like 1997. So there wasn't CVSs in every corner. But there still were a lot of... No, I know. Rates. Bodegas, and delis, fruit stands. Fruit and stands. I'm not very, saying like, our city now is much more like a one big... Yeah, it's a fucking suburb. It's right. a fucking strip mall. But I don't think she got to the West Village and was just like, <laughs> where's the Dwayne Reed? <laughs> but, you know, but what does it say? It's like her first inclination is to be like, I felt helpless. Exactly. I actually You can go anywhere and feel helpless. I was kind of having this feeling just now that in some ways Terry Hatcher is like a less type A Deborah Messing. Like mm, take Terry Hatcher yeah. and then add in like a, a ton of more like type A and she would become Deborah Messing, who is like also a divorced woman in her forties who gets drinks with her girlfriends. Yes. But is like actually like way more crazy and like more of a hillbot and like doing Zyrtec ads and like but it like when you like Terry's dream is to open up a diner. Like you know how Deborah Messing's dream is to be the assistant jewelry editor oh, for a for national like a magazine? magazine, right? Deborah Messing is a little more like I M N Y C, yeah. And I think Terry Hatcher is a little more Route sixty six. Yes, Cheryl. Yeah, she's Cheryl Deborah Messing. Cheryl Laura Crow Jones. for listeners who weren't. Yeah, not <laughs> not that you wouldn't, but. When we say Cheryl, we mean... And I feel like they're both these women that are like, I am not going to shit talk my ex-husband because I am a mom first. (laughs) (laughs) And that relationship is more important than the pettiness. And I will put the pettiness behind me. And even though I was extremely hurt and rock bottom after my divorce... I was absolutely ravaged by that divorce. I couldn't eat. It broke me. I couldn't sleep. But I will not say anything bad about my ex-husband. But I came to set every day at 7 a.m. And he is a decent father. And that's how I feel about my ex-husband. And both of you show up to set. Right, we do. And we put that behind us. Absolutely. And you raise her adopted child. Do you think her ex-husband, he probably didn't read this. Huh. I mean, she's so, okay. She also does this thing where it's just like. Oh, the parentheses. Oh, well, I was just going to say, I'm just kind of like, A, like, who's the ex-husband? It's like John. And she refers to so how vague. he's like a theater guy. I bet he's like a playwright or something. Oh, you think he's that much of a faggot? Yeah, I think he's like, in Something's Gotta Give, Diane Keaton's husband he's the, is a playwright. I feel like he's more of a oh, camera no, guy. A and it's more like Julia Roberts, like Danny Motor vibe. She mentions in the book something about like theater in his world, unless he's like a dramaturg. <laughs> Um, we'll figure that out later. Celebrity Book Club. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. 
you're trying to find the cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk. To go to kind of like also how this book is written, of course, why we love it kind of in the same way of the Leia Remini is like she's always talking to the reader and then Mm. is talking back to herself. Yes. And the reader in parentheses. And then in parentheses. And it's just like, okay, so you and me are on our deathbeds together. <laughs> and then like, she's like, there's wine everywhere. Oh, yeah, you're in a mansion. And then it'll be another parentheses. parentheses be like, like, hey, it's my fantasy. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you actually need to calm down. <laughs> it's always like, well, if we're in fantasy land. Also, I don't know if you remember this v- detail. She glosses over it very quickly where she mentions that her mom was a defense contractor. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. And her dad was just like an engineer. And but she's still like, always like, we were dirt poor. Right. And you're like, what? and they grew up in the depression. You're like, hey, how old are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. I, oh, yeah. There, <laughs> there was another part that I just wrote down where she just goes, did I just say horny? It's my book. I can say whatever <laughs> I want. And then after the horny, she's like, okay, we're doing this. So, Terry is also someone who, like, has sex once every five years. But she talks a lot about losing her sexuality in her marriage Mm. and trying to get it back. I feel like the time... And then she talks about this time she, like, had a... Well, she takes, like, a strip class mm. to like get in touch and with again, her sexuality like so 90s live, like, like 90s like woman in her 40s reclaiming when strip cardio like became a thing independence don't you imagine when she has sex with this guy that she describes and then the subsequent spiral after that and she was like i have the best sex with men i trust <laughs> um, <laughs> and she's like i'm talking mind-blowing <laughs> earth shattering it's, like, you know it's also possible like like i feel like it's so 90s like it's like cowgirl like and then they're both at the end just being like <sighs> and that to her is like i need a cigarette yes and you roll over like that to like, her is like crazy sex when it's like, so like women on top, top and it's like bra off. Like, right. It's not carry bra off. Right. I feel and then she probably had the same reaction when Diane Lane and Under the Tuscan Sun has sex for the first time and just starts like screaming on her bed and linen. Mm. And the fountain starts like running yeah. again and it's a metaphor. The sad thing about that amazing cowgirl sex she had is the next day. She went completely, utterly psycho. (laughs) Wait, remind me what happened. She wouldn't like even start a faucet because she didn't want to miss hearing the phone call. 
she was like, so yeah, I just started to kind of do stuff around the house, but I wouldn't take a shower because then I might miss the phone call. And it's like, so you're just. I just got chills. To not make a peep, not make a sound. I mean, it's interesting in the land before phone call, before cell phones, yep. when you really needed to hear the landline. But voicemail. Right. How portable phone is she? Oh, like Can't huge portable phone. Huge with portable an phone talking to her girlfriends. Hey, I want to keep this quick because he might call back soon. But I, but I think again, it's like it's a great blueprint for also knowing how to not be crazy. Right. It's to say, hey, take a shower, and she's trying to tell you, right, take that shower in this book. But the thing is, she's so. She can't ever stop in one place long enough to like be comfortable in that idea. She has to then go to the next thing and be like, do take the shower. Go ahead and do the shower. And while you're taking the shower, like think about like what you can do like for your daughter or like what you can do for yourself to make yourself feel good and not think about your daughter later. And it's just right. like there's always like another level of just like it's another lesson. I feel like there's also so many times she spirals. She's trying to fit in all of this evidence. But I, but I think it's like it's this weird way of you are telling yourself to like forgive yourself and like make time for yourself and like not worry about other things but the process of like telling yourself that becomes its own worry spiral mm, its own spiral and the real lesson is it's like you know you can't tell yourself not to think about something it's kind of a mathematical impossibility i mean that is true but i think she is like trying in her spiral to tell you all the times and ultimately i'm so grateful for her for like being vulnerable and opening up in that way and you know she says i get in the shower Mm. and my instinct is to reorganize the medicine cabinet and emerson her daughter emerson emerson rose sorry emerson rose who's now like a zine artist who's now like 18 yeah remember our good friend sam book rosen go on saw terry and her daughter at a zine fair right and the Emerson was selling her zines. And Terry was fucking right there. Wow. Good for her. Fuck yeah. I we need uh we should review. We should review. We run for zines. Yeah, we could definitely do an zines. hour on an Emerson yeah. Rose zine. Um another point about her sexuality fear, post-divorce, she takes a strip class and then she does the vagina monologues, and they want her to like wear like a soft baseball hat that says cunt on it. <laughs> and she like can't even yeah, wear she it. She literally can't wear it. Even though she's, like, doing the whole, like, mirror to my vagina, like, right. exploring thing and having this cowgirl sex. But she's that like, word is just a hair too far Yeah, too far. And now I'm thinking of she's so soft baseball hat. She's so L.A. I mean, everyone's so soft baseball hat now, though. I guess so. That's just like a dime square, like you have a hat. But well, she, I'm saying more like she's L.A. Soft she's the original yes. producer soft baseball hat. Um, she... Is also so the celebrity thing though, where you like get gifts for people just like as a thank you. And so, like, getting gifts for the crew. And like, when she sent like coffee cake to like the whole like audition staff or whatever at ABC because she had like, can't like postpone her callback or something because she was like having such a moment. And then it turned out to be a lesson. Like, you know what? If you are having a breakdown, like, do postpone the callback and do ask your agent to like. And that brings up the point of culinary. Go on. I want to talk about California Pizza Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. She's always getting California Pizza Kitchen for her and Emerson. She makes the reader know Emerson's choice, not mine. But CPK as this, I just love CPK as this mother daughter. It's so mother because there's something that's kind of like, well, it's indulgent enough that like the daughter feels like she's getting this treat. I mean, it's very. To me, it reminds me of when my nanny and I, we would get Bertucci's when yeah. I was a kid. And I, I would fake being... Uh, Sick. Yeah, fake having a stomachache. So I'd go home by 1 p.m. to watch Days of Our Lives with my... And then, of course, Bertucci's will fix that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then it was always just like, oh, and now my reward for faking sick was like ordering pizza. So fun. And it was like me and my nanny. But there is... Bertucci's is a Massachusetts Massachusetts-based pizza. pizza chain. That's um, a little more upscale. Wood-fired. I, I I actually think it's very CPK ultimately though. It is, but like that's what I'm saying. CPK is an upscale chain. Right. And so is Bertucci's. Yeah, no, you said 
I thought you were saying Bertuzzi's was more upscale. Oh, than no, 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 no. They're the same level. But yeah. I'm saying, okay. like, they're being like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just want to make sure that <laughs> we're on the same page. No, we're absolutely the same the page. About the level. Yeah. Basically, but it's this treat, but it's also, like, teaching your daughter, like, we're not just getting any old slice of Joe. Mm-hmm. You're getting arugula on right. your pizza, right. and you're 11. Right. But... Also, the infamous turkey roll-ups, where she and Emerson will have uh, turkey without bread and it's just like they just roll turkey into a cylinder and like that's their kind of no carb treat that they have and together. they do it around lettuce which i famously made a video me as terry doing the turkey roll-ups when did you do this in college me as terry like doing turkey <laughs> was this one of your like super eight like <laughs> no this was um gonna go ahead and be shot on um digital wow yeah okay and that was actually going to go ahead and be one of the first digital pieces yeah, that, that I was, was made. Doing. Me as Terry spiraling, crying voiceover of the book. But now here we are and I'm still making work based off Burn Based Cole. off Terry. 15 um, years later, I haven't read another book. I also saw so much of my mother within the cooking mm. field of this book where she takes on these like huge cooking projects like at her most stressed the thanksgiving yeah with the scalloped with potatoes. the scalloped potatoes her and her father are making potatoes and it's this whole like oh it's supposed to be like a bonding experience but the dad gets so fed up making the potatoes and it's like, what was she screaming yeah. at him with the potatoes? So then she finishes it. Because the dad she, leaves the yeah. house. He literally leaves because he can't handle it. And so, you know. And the lesson that she takes away from that is, so, so I don't know what to do. So I took the like half scallop potatoes, put them in a blender, added milk. They ended up being the best mashed potatoes of my life. Ever so had. like, hey, mistakes in the kitchen, like experiment. And it's like, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> wouldn't the lesson be like, maybe don't like, scream at your like father. Right, and like take on this like insanely complicated like 18 course meal when you're like uh, so And then another time she's like, I'm gonna make a goose for Christmas, like right after she had her daughter. Which is so like, oh great, um, I haven't slept in eight weeks, let me pick up a goose. It is very <laughs> And I mean, my mom is, once yeah. she made this paella hmm. and she was like having all these people over and it's like, you know, you want to impress and like mm-hmm the paella you're cooking all this different seafood and everyone's waiting and it's you know hey maybe and this is you know maybe take a more Ina Garden approach and that's why Ina Garden is so popular because she was you know what what could be easier you know do meatballs pasta comfort food I I really do think yeah it's about like I think there is because I feel it too when I entertain and it's like you want to show off you want to show off and you want people to feel welcomed and you know effort is like a signal that you care about Shows people, love. but I. But think you don't want to be trapped in the you kitchen. You don't want to be trapped, and you don't want to put this pressure on yourself to perform because then it's impossible to live up to the expectations you're setting. And then you're not having fun. You're just worried about your goose, and then your friends feel tense, right? Because they see you sweating over a goose, right? And the goose becomes a spiral. And who's I think who's craving goose re- in the end. Well, have you had a perfectly cooked goose? I actually haven't. Okay, well, you should come to our Christmas dinner sometimes. I, I would love to. My mother to. has made goose in the past, and let me she tell you, is. she's on a goose. I've always wondered about goose when I would buy my Christmas tree. We go to this farm. It's very gamey. Yeah, it's gamey, but it's kind of like dark meat. Right? Kind of dark. Kind of like, like a little venison. Oh, it's got a bit of a venison vibe. Does yeah. it? Deer and goose. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think it's Amy's, a little ducky. Amy's quack, quack, quack. Okay. okay. Close to the cousin quackers. Um, but I really think the lesson is be more Gwyneth and just be like grilled bread. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Do like one thing like nicely that's like very easy. And, and then like buy some pistachios and, and yeah, cheese. Buy some and then it's like everyone's or not I seeing know, you. scotch and soda. Right. You don't have to labor. Yeah. And you know, and then. Make a punch. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Don't, and on that goose day, this also I feel like is kind of so me. She goes to Bed Bath and Beyond, hmm. and some woman gets really mad at her. Okay, I'm sorry. Terry is so Bed Bath and Beyond. Like, oh she yeah, she is like twenty percent like, off. Color palette is Bed Bath. This and Beyond. blue this book, the tool? blue 
tulle and like the are the baby bath and blue and white and like pla- like clear plastic bins. Like I feel like her whole life is so bad. She's very bin, like my sister. So I feel like bin and labeled bins. Oh my god! Labeled. Okay, I'm now having this flashback to going to my cousin's apartment once in the valley, and she has all her shoes labeled in different Tupperware like plastic bins, and like there was one that was like fuck me pumps, <gasps> and it's like <laughs> you're not wearing those fuck me pumps enough when if are they're you in a bin, bin labeled fuck me pumps fuck me pumps should not be in a bin they really shouldn't like if you're labeling your fuck me pumps fuck me pumps like you are not getting fucked in your pumps enough and that would be so like a Terry parentheses just like when was the last time I wore you guys right uh, the Reagan administration but, but then she'd be like but you know what I'm holding on to them because who says you can't have hope like she, right. would, she would weirdly take kind of the wrong lesson that like felt empowering, but it's still actually just like very, very tense. And sometimes she has these moments and you're so happy for her when she goes to Napa with her girlfriends mm-hmm. and oh, in the hot a, tub. Yeah. In a combined, um, she got all these gift certificates okay, from the Emmys. They all have, like, it's, it's so we're a housewives trip where they all have separate rooms, rooms and like that are separate hot tubs and like facing balconies. She's like, we all each had a hot tub to our room and it's like, so eight of you each <laughs> had a hot tub. <laughs> I mean, it must have been a pretty sweet. I mean, it's an Emmy gift basket. So, mm. and her friends, this is yeah, so you know fun. all about those. Look, I've seen an Oscar gift basket once in middle school. Oh, because of Errol. Yep, Badly. good stuff in those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I seen one live. Um, her friends, this is so fun of her, and something that she was really not stressed about that, like her friends weren't all friends from college; they were like all friends separately. So she was like the core. Oh, and she was worried about what she actually wasn't was. worried that they would like all get along. Oh, well, which is kind of a shock. Cool. She was like, "Yeah, like I was the center of attention." I'm like, you know, we weren't all school chums. That is so insane because to me, that is like my first thought. When assembling a group of people, especially for a weekend trip, oh, I'm, yeah. it's always the commentary. It's always like, yeah. how is this how different is this group of work? people going to work? And will this will this person be a weird addition? And like, will those two people like be a weird combo? And like, right? What if they're left alone with the car rental place? Like, right. what's going to happen? Right. We had a lot of discussions of that over your birthday QS trip. Yes, that ulti- and ultimately, and ultimately it went very well. It went very well, and that chemistry totally made yeah. sense. Okay, I want to play a little game with you. Go the fuck off. I'm obsessed with games. I'm kind of a gamer. I play games. You're naughty. Yeah. What's the game? I want... It's a Terry related. It's a Terry game. I want you to read the first sentence of five random paragraphs okay. throughout the book. <laughs> okay. Throughout the book? Yeah. When I explain the tabloids to Emerson, I say, I guess they just want to know that we're like them. <laughs> oh, God, she's, such, she's so insane. Having a child makes it easier to see and admit these failings. <laughs> Getting older doesn't just change your body. Hell yes. How did I wind up here? Well, where is here? <laughs> <laughs> And here is yes in quotes. Where is here? Okay. And there's, I can't find it, but I'm just going to say one that I remember. Okay. We live in a microwave society. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't make goose in a microwave. You absolutely cannot. Everyone wants everything so quickly. Right. Everything now. You you gotta wait. Slow down. Add milk to the potatoes. I saw an amazing quote from this email I got from Afterpay, which is a layaway service. (laughs) Okay. And the quote was, success only becomes, only comes before work in the dictionary. (laughs) 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 This mangled quote brought to you by layaway. (laughs) Brought to you by layaway. Um, and, and just so our audience can know, what did you purchase? I afterpay purchased a bed frame with Afterpay on Wayfair.com. Cool. It was delivered a little scratched, and I got three hundred bucks off. And so the two hundred. So actually, two hundred bucks off. It was three hundred total. That total you're paying in several installments. Several <laughs> installments of a hundred a month. Okay, so after three months, you will own your bed outright. I'm gonna own my bed this month. Yeah, outright. Very cool. Mine, all mine. Wow. 100%. Big girl. <laughs> <laughs> Big girl, a small city. When you own a bed, you can do anything. So the very end of this book. Well, 
sorry, right before we get to the end of the book, go on. I want to give everyone one of Terry's tips. Go on. And this is something you can do at home. No one has to see it. Right, fuck them on your toes. F U C K, one foot. Next foot, E M. Mm. Do you do the apostrophe? I forget how she writes. I don't do the apostrophe because obviously I do this on my toes. And she did this famously in response to a review of her like performance in cabaret. Right. That got panned. Absolutely panned. But you know what? It had a very successful four month run in Los Angeles. Excuse me. And she won an Obie nom. (laughs) When you you win a nom. (laughs) But you get panned. You still write fuck them on your toes. And that's just to remind yourself. Yeah. All these people with their little opinions. Right. Doesn't matter. Mr. Armchair Critic. It's so easy Uh, to come to a show, sit down with your little notepad and say... Little, your little pen. "Mm, You know, weak, weak character. You try to get up on stage and sing a cabaret every single night. I mean, the fact of the matter... And being a single mom. Thank you. Putting on your mom hat. Right. And then putting on your top hat. Your top hat. Then... For your boyfriend putting on your sexy hat or, or lingerie. Or she says, or beret, whatever you're into. Uh, <laughs> That's as far as a fetish goes in Terry's head is like French. French, yeah. And she's like, I'm going to be French and I'm going to like pretend to smoke for a guy. <laughs> French on top. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, s'il vous plaît. Wee, wee. Wee, wee, wee. Right. And also, it's like she's not even doing French made. She's just doing generally French. Just general French. <laughs> Fully clothed winter French. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a lot of like Ridgewood straight girls are kind of like doing French. Doing French in yeah. bed probably. Mm, sure. Just being like let me see your baguette <laughs> um so just really quickly the book ends can i just read yeah a passage please okay But part of what I let go in Africa is gone forever. (laughs) The release was so powerful that the memory of that feeling has become something I can use to ground myself. Sort of like a mantra. I think of Africa, a place which was, is, and will always be bigger and stronger than I am. There's, She's like was right, yeah. Oh, yeah Africa yeah. was bigger. Africa was to, now that I won my Golden be. Globe, I'm actually bigger and stronger than Africa. Well, no, she's going to go ahead and say that yeah, it was, okay. is, and will be. Yes. Like a- Africa is quite historic. Yet yeah, it is quite a large continent as well. And there's comfort in that. I'm not free floating and alone. Africa is big enough to contain me and all my emotional litter. And so I urge you to look for the place or book or being that can do the same for you. Do the daily work. Make the small changes. Follow your chosen path. And when the time is right, you'll find your Africa. (laughs) Fuck. Yes. I I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. No, that's no. what I say to all of my mentees. <laughs> at the end of a the long dunk. day, draw yourself a bath and one Find day... Find your Africa. No, your, first, when you... Do the work. drawing yourself a bath, put in your leftover wine because you had dinner for one. Right, and you had a bottle of wine for one. And, and you then didn't you finish it all. About and then it turns into vinegar. I hate wasting. So what do you do? Well, you can't pour, invite someone over. It's already 9.30 p.m. Pour into the bathroom. Pour into the bathroom. And you have a sexy wine-scented bath. And actually, the antioxidants are really good for your skin and promote Exfoliate. anti-aging. Revestrol is that chemical. Then think about a trip you took to Africa. And realize. Africa is still with you. It's bigger than you. Yeah. It can contain All of your litter. So much litter. So much. The of divorce. So colonial of her. You know. She just littered all of her baggage all over Africa. Taylor Swift went to Africa, shot a video, left her bullshit there, and came back. Terry Hatcher left all of her spirals there, but took some back in her, you know, away luggage. Right. I like to think of a sort of a poacher falling into one of Terry's emotional traps. (laughs) (laughs) Serves him right. Terry gets poached. (laughs) 
They sell Terry Hatcher horns on the black market. Terry Hatcher wigs, Terry Hatcher bags. Known for their medicinal qualities. Those wine exfoliants. And they just make you completely insane. Yeah. Um, segment five. Segment five. Uh, what does she eat? What, what does she, she wear? How does, how does she, she live? live? Okay, so Terry, I think food wise, is she's obviously not a culinarista. But well, no, but she loves, she is a little bit. She is down to open up Julia Child and take on a big project. But, but, but she, but it, it doesn't come from a place of like loving food or like being this like It comes explorer. from stress. Yes. Like, it comes from stress and wanting to like do the thing that like will impress people or like do the thing that she could challenge herself. Oh, for to sure. Do. I'm just saying some people put their stress in other projects and yeah. as someone that's where she goes. She does go to the culinary arts with her stress. Right. So that's, I'm just saying she's ready to take on a goose. She's ready to take on a scalloped potato. She's teaching Emerson how but to make couscous. Absolutely not being like, we discovered this new hole in the wall type. No, place. hello. Like, she is. She made her entire road trip with her ex-husband to like go to like so Guy Fieri diners, dives and eats to go I get know, ribs. But it was it was like she wants to open up a diner in Montana just because not, it's all not, stress. But it's it's coming from a place of like stress and management. It's not coming from a place of like where she actually just like is loving flavors. I think that can come from both, and I'm going to stand for her passion for cuisine. I think I you really can... think that you are making assumptions about her palate that you have I think absolutely you... no, 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 no basis no, no, no. to be making, my friend. I'm no, sorry. I actually think you are putting, actually taking away some of the funness that is in her life. She's going on wine trips. She's tasting ribs. Yes, she is this spiraling woman. Hello, it's so spiraling person to like pride themselves on finding a hole in the wall. I guess I feel like Terry's the kind of person. No one's no one's saying that she's not oh, a oh, crazy oh, spiraler. Okay, I'm Sorry. just saying can I, can let's I, give her. Do you mind if I just say let's something? Give her her dues. Can I just say something super quickly? Okay. Do you mind? Go. I feel like she's the kind of person mm-hmm. who is having the breakfast at the Westin. Mm-hmm. and it is such a hotel breakfast, mm-hmm. and it's like so like overcooked eggs and like one cherry tomato, and she is not think. She's just being like, mm, this is lovely. You know, I don't think that she's having such a nuanced review of the West End uh, breakfast. Uh, and that's what I mean. I say that I don't think that she is like loving and enjoying food for the sake of the flavors that come. Let with me counterpoint being you. A foodie. Counter on. She's not getting to the West End breakfast and. I don't think she's raving about it. I think it's a different vibe. She's getting there and she's saying, I got to the hotel buffet at 9.59. It ended at 10. So I loaded up on croissants, piled some eggs in a plate and, and gave them to I Emerson. I felt guilty because I ate so, too much. I knew it was going to be full. And so I put some of the croissants right. in a bag for later to keep for Emerson because she would have a snack so she wouldn't get hungry. We're on a long drive so from Los Alamitos. Then I had to go to set and then we binged on del taco at five right and, and sometimes you have to binge on del taco and i'm not gonna feel bad about exactly it. that's all i'm saying is that but i don't I'm not, i think that, that what the point you're making proves the point i'm i think the things are not in conflict yeah, i don't think we're really disagreeing i'm just saying i all i want you to say is i think I'm she, she's does not, have that she doesn't like let herself go and like enjoy del taco yeah. i just don't think that she's a real flavor hound i think she wants to be let's move on okay <laughs> <laughs> Let's Okay, what does she wear? I mean, <laughs> let's flip to this back. I mean, page. she is I the mean, most Coles person alive. It's flares, it's tight sweaters, it's and seamless leather jackets, also and it's soft like, baseball. I don't hat. think her style has evolved since 2004. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. The seamless leather jackets, yeah. the, the diagonal zippers, the like yeah, the, the way ca- like like a cowl neck, like long sleeve top that's like really thin. Mm-hmm. It's thin, tight sweaters. I think it's what she's wearing on Desperate Housewives yeah, all the time. Yep. And it's throw your hair in a ponytail. It's makeup. It's no makeup. Sevens. Yeah, she's she's not wearing cold. She's wearing sevens. She's yeah. getting expensive denim. It's like it's like it's it's you know Bloomingdale's quality coals. And it's yeah, it's like she's always like I threw in a white t shirt, but mm. that white t shirt is like threadbare. Mm. I don't know if it's so threadbare. <laughs> it's thin. She's a centista for you, sure. You think she has a whole, she has a dresser with like Tons. 14 different yeah. scents. Yep. 
Do you think she has like a classic? Is she just like yeah? And there's a, a Calvin Chanel? Klein, there's a DKNY, right. there's a Chanel, there's there's all of the. She's above. going through the sense, and she's I wonder getting if she's gifts also kind of my mom and sense. a little bit um Lancome and being so old woman about it. Oh, I think she's a little more DKNY, but I bet there's a Lancome surfacing on the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> The Lancome meets the cocoa. Yeah, no, I think she's definitely perfumed. Do you think she's like embarrassed by like a shapely perfume bottle? I could also see her like putting on a boyfriend's cologne and being like, "This is so sketchy," but I put on my boyfriend's cologne. She did it once, and yeah, then she, she did it once. and then for two years she was like, "And sometimes you have to put on your boyfriend's cologne." Right, and just like, "Sorry, do I smell so weird?" I put on his cologne. <laughs> But then I told myself, you know what? Fuck, Fuck him. <laughs> okay. And How then, does she live? How does she live? As we said, bins for days. It's bins for days. It's tables piled high with scripts. Mm. And I think it's California country. Yeah, absolutely California country. It's white. It's, it's, it's comfy, white. It's cream. It's, it's like gray carpet, sectionals. Right. Big it's rugs. The, it's not the heaviest furniture you've ever seen. No, but, but it's, it's medium. It's medium heavy <laughs> for sure. Japandi, it is not. No, it's a big couch for her and Emerson to sit down, lounge, popcorn. Mm, yeah. She's spilling red wine on the couch. She's and- very. We're a popcorn house. Right. M, get the popcorn going. And she definitely has, like, a ceramic jar on the kitchen counter that has, like, popcorn kernels to, like, make popcorn yourself to do oh, homemade. Okay. yeah. It's not, like, so. But she also has, like, I'm sure there's a full cabinet full of Orville, like, microwave popcorn, too. We and live in a I microwave society. Big, light granite island. Oh, my God. It's defines White light granite. cabinets. Yeah. Huge bowl of fruit. Yes! <laughs> Huge, huge. And I think she has stemless and stem glasses, but I think she usually uses the stems and is like, Hmm. don't eat the burnt toast. Huh? I'm using the stems. Do you disagree? I do disagree because I think that she's a little bit worried. That she's going to spill. That she's going to spill. And it just, and I think it feels a little bit too dramatic and celebratory to have a stem when she's alone she just grabs the she grabs the stemless so we think she does both i think yeah i think yeah. you're absolutely right that she right. goes back and forth and she has both okay 365 for trader joe's um, or is she like we don't really know like you know la grocery stores more she's yeah like i've Gelson's. actually spent a lot of time in you los angeles from there and i think that she is a gelson's girl and she's also going to whole foods like right. i don't think she's going to whole she's foods still just like has much she's not like going to 365 and like bargain hunting for flour i don't know i guess i'm like i just see a bunch of like 365 like israeli couscous in her cabinet well she's grabbing those from the whole produce, foods, right. but she's but not she's, going to the 365 store no 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 no. which i don't even know were you referencing that because there is a 365 store in i know there is okay now. cool yeah really quickly i think the last part of the segment that we need to do yeah who okay. are you in the book okay who are you in the book well i think you're miss gorgeous i'm her one gay friend <laughs> yeah that's a little easy don't you think absolutely you don't think I'm Val? I was going to say I'm Val. I think you're that weird friend who lives across the apartment complex from her, who she like goes to Las <laughs> oh, Vegas I'm with. Oh, I'm Ned. You're Ned. Oh, I'm Ned. And like, Ned's and they go now, on that, one, they, that one trip to Vegas where she like gets so mad at him. They like spontaneously go to Vegas because tickets are only $60. And then they like get in this huge fight because they can't find a hotel room. Like once again, it was and like, also, like another biker Ned convention. And has been like eternally friend zoned by uh, Terry. He's been friend zoned so hard forever, which is so you and me. And you're always trying to fuck and almost being like, <laughs> right. Lily, like, it's not happening. Down. And then he like just moves to New-, New Jersey and gets married and like has a working fridge and two and kids. Like, Tara, you should have fucking fucked, like, Ned. fucked Ned and nailed it down. You and, probably would have been happy and he would have right? treated you he would have literally right. treated you like a queen, honey. Because she talks about how much she lost her sexuality. Okay, I'm Ned, you're Val. Yeah. Friends. Friends. We're friends. Or in many ways. Or are you are- in many ways, Emerson? <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling my Z's. I don't know. Your fucking I'm punk maybe, ass is yeah, selling your I'm Z's. Emerson. Your weird collage art. <laughs> I'm Emerson meets Ned. Right. Ned rising, Emerson moon. Emerson moon, Ned rising. I don't I know. Mean, in a lot of ways, I'm Terry. Right. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. And I have been absolutely freaking out for the past 31 years. You are on the bathroom floor. Sobbing. Crying. Rerunning our medicine Sobbing. cabinet. I mean... Yeah, when I... (laughs) You are... You're making the potatoes and maybe throwing them out and then ordering Chinese? 
I'm definitely like five minutes before like my friends are coming over. I'm like screaming at my boyfriend to just be like, make the cheese board Lord, now. <laughs> and just like, what the fuck are you doing making melted brie? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. You're Terry. Yeah. I'm Ned. So <laughs> you owe me that limo you still ride. Owe me that limo limo ride. ride. <laughs> Well, that seems like a fun note to end on. Yeah. Next week's book is none other than... Then songwriter, rock and roll artist, and controversial member of our world, Sinead O'Connor. And her book... Rememberings. She is an iconic protester, activist. Storyteller, singer. And now a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we, damn, did we read her yeah, book. damn, we read. Um, y'all, y'all not gonna want to miss this one. Okay, yeah. best. Best. See you soon. Best regards. All the best. Bye. Celebrity Book Club is presented by Prologue Project, which is so cool, and HeadGum, which I, I just I, I just have to pinch myself that that's happening. <laughs> the show is produced by Meg Bernay, um, who I, I called uh, last week uh, three times, and she didn't call me back yet, but I'm sure she's super busy, and everyone's really busy, and the summer's crazy. Um, we also have editorial support from Leon Nafok, who I had a really fun coffee with a couple months ago, um, and I, I think we could be friends. I, I mean, I could, I could see us being friends. Um, Andrew Parsons is also super nice, and I know he's married and has a lot of kids. Um, but I, I, I think we're probably going to get together over the fourth, so that's going to be fun. Um, and Madeline Kaplan, uh, who just has, she has amazing style, and I, she was wearing this dress, and I said, "Where'd you get that dress?" And then she said, "I, oh, I don't, I don't think that we met." And I, I was, oh, okay, but, but she's really fun. Um, our production manager is Persia Berlin, and I know I feel so bad because I said her name wrong the last time and I, I told her I'm not going to do it again. And I think I just, I think I nailed it. Portia, if I didn't, you have my permission to have my head on a platter. Um, engineering by Ferris Manchi. I honestly, I don't know how these guys do it. I mean, they are, they are, they are so, no, I mean, put, put me in front of one of those things and, you know, I pro- they probably, they probably fire me right there. <laughs> the whole thing will go down in flames. Um, original theme song by Steve Phillips Horst. Um, he, he actually did die and that was something that was really, really, it was really sad for everybody on the crew. Um, and I sent his partner um, some muffins uh, from this amazing bakery that I found actually while my mother was going through a cancer scare. Uh, artwork by Teddy Blanks at Chips NY. What a nice guy and just I mean really 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 salt of the earth. Um, follow us on Twitter at CBC the Pod. I'm not there yet but trust me I'm gonna get there. I've got, Emily is is she's 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 getting me um she, 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 she's, she's getting me on that. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to I'm gonna get on the, the internet. Um, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review. And please, 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 please tell your friends about us. I know everyone says that, but it actually really, really, really does matter. And it would make us so happy. Uh, so I can't wait to see you guys soon. And please, please, please come over. Um, I'm doing a fun little reading group, um, kind of tapas clothing swap thing um, at my house. Um, and that's uh, that's that's my house in um, in Glendale. So just when you yeah, yeah come, it's on Sunday. It's a, it's a four. Everyone's invited. Bring your part. Bring bring whoever. Bring anyone. Bring your dog. That was a headgum podcast. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.